The following podcast is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It should not be substituted for professional medical or psychological advice. Before beginning or changing a treatment plan, please consult your local healthcare professional. You didn't already realize this. We are recording this at the height. Well, maybe not the height. We it's yet to be seen of the coronavirus shenanigans. Yes. Welcome to the coronavirus podcast. Welcome to the coronavirus podcast. Maybe when we pass this podcast down to our nieces uh-huh. when they get older as we hope and dream, uh-huh. um, they'll do a podcast on the coronavirus. Yeah. They'll be like, my auntie said. Your auntie and auntie. <laughs> Haley and Madison, are you listening? I hope not. We swear a lot. <laughs> I, I've been in self-quarantine for years now. I know. This is like perfect for all of us introverts. Correct. And there's so much on Netflix I have yet to watch. And I just got my Switch, so I have a million games I can play. I still have two unopened boxes of wine from a Jack and Jill um, I help host last fall. So I'm I'm good. So you should give me one of them. (laughs) Yeah, you can have one, red or white. Red always. Red or dead. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I have a lovely story about some of our favorite talking points, sexism and science. Oh, I love it already. (laughs) And it actually um, has a little something to do with Connecticut. Excellent. Excellent. So um, sexism and science tend to go a little hand in hand a little more often than we would enjoy. Yes. Yeah. So could we take a minute to, since we've already talked about our nieces and nephews, could we take a minute to tell the young people out there to go into a career in science? Yes. 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 Or even if science isn't your thing, that's cool. Respect science and people that choose careers in that field. How Mm -hmm. about that? And pay them accordingly. Because otherwise, bad things happen. All right. So we love science. We love women who have careers in science. So if you're a a woman, female of any age listening, definitely, if you love your science class, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a young woman or a girl, it feels weird to separate those things. (laughs) But shoot for the stars, man. Go into biology. Be an astronaut. Like, be a doctor. Be a chemist, be an engineer, researcher. Yeah. Yeah. We need more. We need more. We we need more in general. Mm -hmm. Look, we're discovering new viruses every day. We need Mm -hmm. to learn how to get rid of them. Otherwise, you know, we have the resurgence of measles and flat earthers to deal with. Dot, 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 dot. (laughs) So anyway. We sure do. (laughs) On to the radium girls, as they were called. Can we... Please call them women. I hate when I know women are. However, 
Radium Girls always makes me think of like a kick-ass name for like a roller derby team or something. That would be the Rollin' Radium Girls. Yeah. Okay, if we ever join a roller derby team, which will be never. No. We'll call ourselves the the Rollin' Radium Girls. Is that what we said? Rollin' Radium Girls. Perfect. Who wants to join our team? Let us know. Let us know. Slide into our DMs. (laughs) We'll talk about it and never do it. I can't roller skate. I can rollerblade. I can't roller skate. Anyway. Yeah, it drives me crazy when I'm called a girl. I have a mortgage. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about a little history on radium. It was discovered by Marie and Pierre Curie, mm-hmm. husband and wife, science duo extraordinaires. And they discovered it in 1898 while they were researching radioactivity. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It as was, you do. Right? As you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... Giant. This is still a huge landmark in health and science. Right. Huge. Mm-hmm. Even with this, I can't say huge. I sound like somebody else. Huge. I, oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> it was very significant. So radium treatment still used for people with cancer. That's right. Yeah. So please note that with any new research, the... Long-term side effects and the, even the side effects haven't truly been fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. So n- nevertheless, even though it was a new discovery, it became the wonder drug of the time. Mm-hmm. There were tonics, solutions, toothpaste, dressings, Ooh. radium water. It was the, seen as the cure-all from everything from cancer to constipation. Makes you wonder what we're using now in like all of our products that in the future they're going to be like i can't believe they put that in toothpaste i don't know hopefully nothing (laughs) probably like sodium lauryl sulfate or something oh god it'd be something terrible Mm -hmm. um but nothing radium's bad we'll get into why (laughs) um so they were obsessed with this stuff and they were thinking it was a miracle drug and can i just take a moment and say if anybody ever calls something a miracle drug, slap them. Uh-huh. Please slap please them. Please do. Yeah, please, please do. do. Do us all a favor. Take one for the team. Slap them because there's no there's no such thing as no. a miracle drug. Nope. There is no wonder food, wonder drink, wonder drug. There are foods with a lot of health benefits, sure. sure. Um, foods that are nutrient-dense and vitamin rich but no wonder drugs nothing is perfect just like radium is great in wrong quantities or used in the incorrect way it can be a freaking disaster all right so william hammer invented the radium paint so he created a compound that caused that created the radium paints so what made this paint so special was that it glowed in the dark Mm -hmm. radium Close in the dark. Mm-hmm. Marie Curie wrote that in her notes. By the way, her notes are behind glass. You can't be in contact with them. They really? are so caked in radium. You can't be oh, that wow. close to her notes. Yeah. Um, I heard that somewhere that didn't come from my research here. But yeah, her stuff is so, it's so I guess toxic. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and they had a lot of help. Toxic in a literal way. <laughs> it's literally toxic. Not emotionally toxic. It's toxic. So the the -the glow-in-the-dark paint was used on dials and watch hands um, to make the arms of the clock and the numbers illuminate. Right. And it was going to be used by the military. 
So now we have a miracle drug that helps the military. Ruh row. It's going to be a disaster. It's a shit show. It's going to be a shit show because it it just clicks all the boxes. It's uh-huh. going to make you more healthy and it's going to help the troops. Yeah. And military, God, God bless you. You do better than I. But it's just the do touchdown. better than you at what? <laughs> like blowing people up. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't done it, so I can't. I can't criticize anybody. I Fair. Know people that serve overseas. So basically, it just hits on all the touchstones that really make people right, want to right, endorse right. something. Mm-hmm. So, so we're screwed. <laughs> so all of this is problematic because the public only knew the benefits of radium, none of the side effects. So the big issue with radium is that your body mistakes it for calcium. Oh. Oh, yes. Hmm. So your body stores calcium in your bones. Correct. So people were ingesting this radium in one way or another, and the body was processing it like it would process calcium Mm -hmm. and storing it in the bones. So kind of in a similar way to like uh, heroin mimics dopamine. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, well, that, I mean, if I go off anymore, I, that's going to be talking about chemical addiction, but the it's brain, still, yeah, yeah, the brain mistakes heroin for dopamine. So it thinks that it doesn't need to produce dopamine anymore. Mm-hmm. Is it similar to that? It's similar in the sense that it's a, it's a problem, but it's more of a physical problem your body needs calcium right. to strengthen your bones and it puts radium in the place of calcium and radium doesn't strengthen your bones nope it does not no it does not so your your bones do a couple of things um <laughs> it makes me think of that vine where that lady's like he needs some milk <laughs> i haven't seen that i think but about I that all you. the time yeah <laughs> So your bones provide structure for your body, so you're not a big pile of jelly. Um, your bone marrow produces your blood cells. So your bone marrow is okay. inside of your bone. Um, your bone marrow is inside of your bones. Mm-hmm. It produces your red blood cells that carry oxygen and give you energy. Your white blood cells um, that ha- help your body fight off infection, and platelets help your blood to clot. Okay. And they're rapidly dividing. Mm-hmm. Your bone marrow is rapidly dividing, so they're constantly needing to regenerate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you need some milk. You need some milk. So when something impedes your bone marrow from regenerating, it could be a big problem. Yeah. Right? That's how you become immune suppressed. Actually, chemotherapy attacks rapidly dividing cells in your body, and that's why you're immune compromised when you're undergoing mm-hmm. chemotherapy, because the chemotherapy not only attacks the cancer cells, it attacks the other rapidly dividing cells in your body. Okay. Your bone marrow being one of them, mm-hmm. your GI tract, everything Oof. from your lips to your anus being one of them. You know how you Jeez, bite the yeah. inside of your cheek? Uh-huh. And it's healed the next day? Mm-hmm. Now when you oh. no, it's a rapidly dividing cell, so it sloughs off. Mm-hmm. So your body attacks. So the um, excuse me, the chemotherapy attacks it, and your skin and your hair follicles as well. Oh yeah, your well, your skin flops yeah. off, mm-hmm. and your hair comes out once right. in a while. You know, mm-hmm. when you're in the shower, everybody pulls hair off of them. Mm-hmm. So that's why um, your skin actually gets dry on chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. It can change in texture, and um, you have alopecia or you lose your hair. Mm-hmm. Tangent. Sorry. Well, it's important, you know, a lot of that's a real struggle, especially for women who are going through radiation therapy, because 
we define that as part of, of being mm-hmm. feminine is having hair and having Correct. nice skin, which, yep. you know. In radia- radiation, you only lose the hair in the spot that you're getting the radiation okay. therapy. Um, and you can get burns from radiation therapy mm-hmm. as well. Um, I am going to talk about this a little later in the podcast, but this is not, this is not saying, you know, if you... Um, have an illness or a condition where radiation is recommended, this is not saying don't get it. Right, right, right. This is is totally different. How precise radiation therapy is, is absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They... um, They know everything about that tumor before they radiate. And they look at what is around Mm -hmm. that area as well to minimize damage to healthy tissue. Mm -hmm. And if there is going to be damage, they watch it and follow up with it as Mm -hmm. much as possible. So this is not... um, This is not... Um, bashing radiation Always listen to your doctor. Always listen to your doctor. Yes, please. So... People were taking radium when they didn't need to because they thought it would prevent cancer, it would prevent mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. They, it would just be beneficial for them. It was expensive, so mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Only a certain number of people could be um, exposed to it. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. what could be worse than occasionally ingesting some radium? How about getting exposed to it for a living? So that radium paint I mentioned, um, Mm -hmm. it didn't get on the watch dials by itself. No, it did not. No, it was painted. Please tell us how. Yes, I will. Um, By factory workers, mostly women, mostly young, mostly immigrants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's just check off all of the uh, populations that are marginalized. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. They were paid one and a half cents per watch or per dial to paint. At what time period? This was in just before the 1920s. It was in the 19-teens, which sounds awkward to say. They were paid 1.5 cents a watch, and the average worker took home $20 a week. I went on the inflation calculator. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. It would only go back to 1913, and it was before this. All right. 20 bucks was about $500 in today's money. Oh, so not too shabby. That was good money. Yeah. yeah. Um, so not a lot of opportunities to make decent money. Mm-hmm. This was working inside, sitting down, not digging ditches, not cleaning somebody's right. house. This was this was a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it was tedious work, I'm sure. It was a lot of bending over, but it was not a bad way to make a living. So we thought... Um, so women wanted to get as much done as possible and do it as well as possible Mm -hmm. because you weren't going to get like commission. Yeah. It's piecework. Yeah. Yep. And which was very common in those days. Um, you got paid by the piece and if you didn't do a good job, it came out of your pay. Great. 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 Well, they still do that nowadays in some way or another. That's true. So the workers would lick the tip of their paintbrush to get a good point or called pointing your brush. Um, As people still, like artists, do, still do that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Or if you're doing your hair, you put your hair in your mouth when you're trying to section it. Or is that just me? Maybe. Well, I only... So right now, as we're recording, my hair is in two, like, Dutch braids. 
I look and like Katniss. I can only do it when it's wet, but that's because my hair is curly. So that's I true. guess kind of similar. Right. I My hair's in a Katniss braid right now, but when I'm doing it, I section it with clips and stuff, but once in a while, I'll put a piece of hair in my teeth. Yeah, and, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Or when you're carrying something, you put it in your mouth. Yeah. At your own risk. Don't do, yeah, don't, don't do, do that, that right now. now. No, <laughs> not right now. Um, uh, so they were licking radium paints at least eight hours a day, five days a week. There are some reports that these factories were open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I believe it. Yeah. And if you're making good money, you might be working some overtime. Um, and they didn't wear any protective equipment and being in that factory alone next to your pile of radium paint was dangerous right there are reports of women glowing in the dark from the dust because they would have to reconstitute it and create it as paint they were glowing in the dark it would be in their hair be on their face it would be under their clothes on their undergarments oh my gosh you know they would have corsets on to be on their corsets and it'd be on their skin underneath their corsets and there are reports of the women playing with the paint. I mean, I it's glow in the dark paint. I right, would have, I might have done the same thing. I've yeah. been to glow in the dark parties, and you draw on people like that's yeah, that's the fun of it, like yeah. a blacklight party. You know, you there work, you you being silly, and you draw on your face. Uh-huh. I, I don't, and they didn't know it was bad, and they felt very lucky to be working with this mm-hmm. because it was the miracle drug of the time. So right. I don't fault them for this at all. And it pisses me off to no end because people knew. People knew this stuff was dangerous. Even at this point, the Curies got burns on their hands from handling this radium. Mm -hmm. They knew it was dangerous and they knew these workers were put into danger. Um, The women even asked if, you know, the paint was harmful and they were assured that it wasn't. Mm. Um, At the same time, higher ups in the companies and when radium was handled in laboratories, they used forceps and lead aprons. Mm -hmm. The radium was in protective tubes and these people were not protected in the lower levels. Yeah, and let me guess, the the scientists handling it were like white men. How'd you know? Did you look uh, this up too? Bobby, <laughs> did you do research? It's okay. It happened in my field too, where it was just a bunch of like white male researchers screwing mm-hmm. everybody over. Yeah, nurses too. They were on mm-hmm. the front lines. Every single disease. We don't stop taking. Can I just take a minute to reassure your nurses will never ever stop taking care of you. I don't care how bad oh my God, any no. virus gets. We're still here. I my cousin. So my cousin Taryn's a nurse. She's been one. For a very long time, and mm-hmm. she keeps sending us memes of, like, nurses, like, feel like this is no big deal. You know what I mean? And I think to a certain degree, like, you and her, obviously, are both taking it very seriously. Yeah, but at the same time, n- you know, not so melodramatic or, like, w- panicking about it, where you can't stop taking care of people and yourself. No. no. Like, so, I can't social distance from my patients. Right. They still need me, and I'm still there. Nor can I, really. No. No, you can't either. We're doing our best. We're going to keep taking care of you. Fun fact, Mm -hmm. uh, Connecticut Medicaid um, doesn't usually allow telehealth. It's Mm -hmm. like it's one of the only insurances that doesn't allow for for phone therapy. That's what that is. Um, And they've just done emergency protocol where where they will allow it because obviously they don't want people to get infected um, or to go anywhere if they're sick. So that's very exciting. We're kind of... Hoping collectively that it it stays, mm-hmm. it sticks, but um, that remains to be seen. 
And another thing they've done on a federal level um, in hospitals, I saw this on the press conference. Yes, I watched the press conference. They're waiving the three-day qualifying stay in hospitals. So how it works now with most insurances, um, if you need to be in the hospital for three days Mm -hmm. to qualify to go to a nursing home. Mm -hmm. Okay. And And rightfully so, we're trying to get people treated and safely out of hospitals. Mm-hmm. So people that will require more supportive care, maybe mm-hmm. they don't need three days in the hospital, but they will need additional support for right. longer periods mm-hmm. of time. So that's available. So that's Good. fantastic. Um, it is. So, um, oh, and I also thought I'd mention the people that live next to the dial factories um, complain to the fumes and that the stuff emitting from the factories um were ruining was ruining their laundry that was hanging out on the line so they were given five bucks for their trouble so don't worry five bucks Mm -hmm. five bucks was like 60 bucks something like i think i looked it up too i didn't write it down oh and some of the industrial waste from the factory was sold to playgrounds and used in sandboxes Brilliant. It's a miracle the human race has continued this far. (laughs) See, we're going to be okay. We live through radium sandboxes. We'll be aight. I know. I know. All right. So what happened to these workers? So where were they located in Connecticut? Or are you getting to that? Um, There's uh, New Jersey, um, Mm -hmm. um, Illinois, Ottawa, Illinois, I can't remember where else, but there was a time, there's Timex in Waterbury. Mm-hmm. Um, so the radium paint was there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little more about that at the end. I've got a little okay. snippet at the end. A for special that. for us? Special. All right. So what happened to these women? And it's pretty gruesome. So the side effects started about five years after the exposure, which sounds about right. Um, women began to have jaw pain. And mm-hmm. toothaches, burning mm-hmm. in their lips, aching to their hips and feet. So this is because the radium um, was in their bones and mistaken for calcium. So their their teeth fell out. Yikes. That was the least of what happened to them, honestly. Right, but still, That's especially crazy. if you're yeah, young my, and, you know. I have so much anxiety about my teeth. I That would be, yeah. that would be it for me. Yep. Uh, God. Um their bones became totally riddled with radium. They their bones broke, decayed, rotted, wow, etc. Um, most notable bone that was um, affected, not surprisingly, was their jaw and yep. their mouth because it was the point of entry right. for the radium. Yep. Um, a dentist was trying to pull a tooth out of a woman's gum line, and her jaw fell apart. <gasps> I can't imagine what that was like for the dentist. I had. Yeah, you pulled, and then it just, dis- yeah. It's like, this is not funny, but it Mm-mm. makes me think of, like, when you, like, pull something off of the shelf and the whole thing falls apart. And mm-hmm. You're like, oh, let me just put this back and pretend nothing ever happened. Yeah. So, yeah, so the the bones just disintegrated. Um, so by 1927, over 50 people had died. Um, and f- what, what caused a death... Um, bones breaking um one woman died of her bone breaking and puncturing an artery and she got out um yeah so it was pretty it was pretty terrible compound fractures are like my worst nightmare so oh my gosh yeah no so i would mm. Mm. if that ever happened to me i'd be like just let me die 
It's okay. I've treated, I've not seen one happen, but I've treated, I've treated yeah. them before. You know, you have to, I've seen the bone outside the leg, but no, it is, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, sorry. No, no. Um, this is why I'm not a nurse, folks. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Um, so they got a massive settlement, right? Of course not. No. <laughs> False. Um, the Radium Dial Corporation, of course, denied, you know, anything ever happened. And Wait, they were... did they refuse to take responsibility? Yeah. Sounds oh. so familiar. And hmm. they, oh, wait, wait. And they said they were already ill when they started working for the factory. Oh, that sounds like every American insurance company. Yes. Um, like, wouldn't you have noticed in a job interview if somebody's jaw fell off? Uh, maybe not if you're, like, blind. And wouldn't you have said, excuse me? <laughs> I'll give you a minute to put that back on. All of you, yeah. I, I don't like people. I really, no. Corporations are not people. Correct. Well, some jamog had to say, nope, they were already sick. Oh, and they tried to make doctors say that the women were suffering from syphilis. And what did the doctor say? I'm sure some did it, and I know some said no. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were suggesting, oh, the women died of syphilis. Classy, classy. Oh, no, their fault. They got it themselves. They're whores. Yeah. They're whores. Yeah. Um, so a lawsuit was filed, and it came out that other people in the company were given appropriate protective equipment when handling radium, mm. and the factory workers weren't. Um so in 1926, the women were given $10,000 each, which was $146,000 in today's money. Which not enough. Not enough. Um, and $600 or just under $9,000 for every year that they suffered or the rest of their lives, which for a lot of them was short. Nine grand a year. That's it. That's nothing. Yeah. That's not a livable wage even. Nope. Not even close. No. And they were sick. They were right. sick and they were going to continue to be sick if they live, if they lived or they were going to die. Mm-hmm. They were paying with their lives. But these amazing women did start a full effect leading laws to be passed that allowed compensation for occupational injury. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. OSHA. Many, OSHA. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was part of the jumping off point for OSHA, actually. Yep. Uh, many of the women died of jaw necrosis or cancer later on. Um, others had lifelong anemia, osteoporosis, and most commonly, the women lost their teeth. So severe long-term consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever find yourself in Ottawa, Illinois, you can pay respect to the statue erected um, in honor of these women. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And actually, the last of the radium girls or the radium women, um, May Keen. Mm -hmm. Um, who worked in Waterbury, Connecticut, Mm -hmm. um, died at the age of 107 in in 2014. 107. God bless. It's kind of a cool story, too. She only worked in the factory a a few days. Um, She didn't like the taste of the paint, Mm -hmm. and she wasn't great at painting the dials. So the uh, manager asked her if she wanted to, you know, find another job somewhere else, maybe. Well, listen, if you start a job and something feels off, if you can financially, quit. Quit. Like, don't yes. stay there. <laughs> yes. And she even said, you know, that manager probably saved her life. Right. She did have dental issues and did have cancer twice. Could there be a link? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Could it just be, you know, 
poor dental health right. was kind of the rule of the day. Genetics. Um, but yeah, genetics, um, countless other things that could cause cancer, but who knows? So the morals of these, <laughs> the morals of this story, um, trust no bitch. Uh-huh. Um, don't lick radium. Uh-huh. No such thing as a miracle drug. Yep. Nope. Don't, don't listen to those MLMs, people, those multi-level nope. marketing nope. companies. Nope. Never, never. It's no. just... It's just tea that will make you have diarrhea. That's Correct. It. Okay. Anyways. And it's okay not to be good at something. Yes. Yeah. If a job's not the right fit or you get a funny feeling, like Kayla said, it's okay to not continue with it. Listen, my shortest job lasted like a week because this woman advertised oh, it I as admin assistant and it ended up me being her personal assistant like go return this for me go buy a somebody's weren't you painting i fucking painted her office i'm like what the this is i'm not a secretary i'm like your servant or something you weirdo yeah weird yeah big dummy (laughs) so (sighs) and anyway so that's radium god bless the radium girls yeah, our roller derby team, our roller the rolling radium girls. <laughs> oh. What would your uh, roller derby name be? I know. I always liked um, Hermione Granger. Ooh, yeah, that's cr- creative. Nurse Crusher or something crazy yeah. like that. That'd be a good one. Dorothy Parkour. Oh <laughs> yes, Zora Neale Hurts. Oh, yeah, we got it. We got it. We got it. That's fabulous. On social media, you guys know we're at BiopsychPod on Twitter and Instagram. Send us your roller girl, your roller derby name. Yeah. So you can be on our, te- our roller derby team. That's never going to exist. <laughs> it's going to exist in our minds. We could which, go to happy hour. At this point, if we all get quarantined, we're going to have to ha- all have like a mind palace mm-hmm. well, where we do things that we can't actually do. So my random question for you, uh-huh. if you needed to be quarantined for a couple of weeks, two weeks, as uh-huh. was recommended, um, what are the top three things that are not food and toiletries and medication? What are the top three things that you would need to have? Cat food. <laughs> Just so that count. Uh, it count. It's under food. Uh, the top three things I would need if I was quarantined, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely FaceTime so I can talk to people like I can see their face while I'm talking to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, some good movies to watch. So send me your Netflix recommendations. For what it's worth, I'm almost positive national lockdown is imminent in the United States. Um... So send me your Netflix recommendations <laughs> or your, oh, docu- documentary Ooh. recommendations, especially true crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. We all love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing I think would just, I would probably play video games. Like, it's a good excuse mm-hmm. since you can't really go out anywhere. That's true. I mean, I could probably still go hiking and for walks and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Yeah, get outside. Nothing mm-hmm. social. No. Which is, which is okay. Yeah, for a hermit like me, that's fine. Mm-hmm. What about you? Tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I could do. Yeah, I just reshape my eyebrows for two weeks. Um, tweezers. My phone. Mm-hmm. Nice bottle of whiskey. Oh, that's under mm. food. Uh, mm. That's under food. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Netflix or a book. Just right. Yeah, yeah. Netflix. You already have the chill because that's what you'd be doing. Yeah. Just chilling. 
I would just want to, I'm fine with hanging out in my house. Whatever's yeah. in my house, I'm fine. Yeah, me too, pretty much. Yeah. Um, as long as I can get outside in the sunshine, which I'm sure would be fine. Yeah. I have a deck too. I guess that would be all what, right. What's our contingency plan if we can't meet up and record? I had pictured this whole like us going, is it Zoom? Is that the thing that people use for conference calls? Yes. So I, I pictured do us doing yeah. that with each other and like every, everyone who listens to us. <laughs> So Our we moms. just <laughs> so we just all look at each other's faces for like an hour or something like that, and drink mimosas as we do. Yeah, yeah. If you're of legal age, of legal age, obviously, you can drink a mimosa with us. Yeah, or if you drink, if you don't drink, that's fine too. We're okay with that. We're okay with that. Just plain old orange juice or the beverage of your choice. Mm-hmm. Water. Who cares? Water. Who cares? Yeah. Your um hoarded water. Your hoarded, hoarded water. Supply of water. Your hoarded supply of water. Jeez. Listen, people, people don't hoard. Listen, if we go on lockdown, you're probably still going to be able to go to the grocery store. Like, don't let's all. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir, but let's all be smart about this. Yeah. Practice good hygiene. Buy things that you would normally need. Don't wear a mask unless you're sick. Correct. Like, you know, if you are sick, don't leave your house. I mean, mm-hmm. support people mentally, emotionally in the ways that you can. Yeah. And from a medical standpoint, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't go out if you're sick. That is so hard not touching it is your face. T- it is hard. Because I but normally, you're... when I think, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, When I think I have, like, my index finger on my lips, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people do that. And that's really hard for me. I put my hair over my face when I'm nervous, Uh like, over my mouth. If you think that you have the coronavirus, don't show up at your emergency room. Call ahead. Mm -hmm, Yes. If you think you could support yourself at home, if you are feel healthy or well enough to do that. You're an overall healthy person and can sustain yourself at home, keep yourself hydrated with supportive care. Do that. Do not inundate these emergency rooms. No. Tests are going to be available if they would make a difference in your treatment. Mm-hmm. 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 If not, just support yourself and, well, and a minimize lot of what, the spread of the virus. If you're a relatively healthy person, a lot of what a doctor would do, and correct me if I'm wrong, is just pretty much supportive care. Supportive like, care, yeah. Here's the some flu. pain medication. Here's some this, some that. But, you know, take care of yourself at home. Yeah. Like not, with the flu, you know, be hydrated. And, mm-hmm. and with the flu, there is Tamiflu, but true. you can only take it in the beginning. And if... Um, you're exposed to it and don't get Tamiflu in the window of right. time that you have. It's supportive care. Yep. Again, um, it's just, you know, I understand people are scared. We don't, this virus has a name. Mm-hmm. This virus has a name mm-hmm. and people are scared and we don't, we weren't planning on this and people weren't anticipating it. Uh, we were kind of at the end of flu season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing too. It's allergy season. It's cold season. You may have a cold. Yes. It's okay. You may have a cold. I've been sneezing. Yeah. And um, another thing that, that's what I was going to say. Another An thing that too. makes yeah. it difficult for me not to touch my face so my eyes are, my eyes are itchy because it's allergy season. Allergy season. Yep. So it's hard not to touch my eyeballs, which is really not good. You mm-hmm. should not touch your eyeballs. Correct. And <laughs> I, I'm having the same problem too. In this time of year, I get really wicked eczema and I get wicked eczema on my eyelids. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't know that about us. You didn't know that about me, viewers. Um, <laughs> I get eczema on my eyelids and I need to put hydrocortisone cream on it. Uh-huh. So wash your hands before and after you uh-huh. touch your eyes. And invest in some really good moisturizer for your hands. No kidding. <laughs> because you're going to be washing your hands a lot. I mean, we probably all should be washing our hands frequently oh, on God, a good day. Yes. But we don't. We don't. This is sort of just bringing to light all the things that we kind of took for granted. Yes. You know what I was thinking about while I was on my way here was that I don't think it would be a bad idea for those of us who are really struggling with anxiety and and fear Mm -hmm. um, to kind maybe like keep a gratitude journal if you don't already and challenge yourself to think of like three unique things every day that you're grateful for. So for me, very, this is not three things, but (laughs) very recently I've been thankful for um, at night. Now I can hear the spring peepers. So to me, that means it's just about springtime. Yeah. And I can see crocuses coming up Mm -hmm. again, a sign of spring. Um, You know, but it can be something as little as like, I'm thankful for the sunshine today, or I'm thankful for um, the fact that I have pasta that I can eat. Yeah. I have toilet paper. (laughs) I don't have to worry about it. You know, just small things that you're grateful for that you do have rather than focusing on all of the things that you could potentially lose Mm -hmm. in a time like this, um, I think is really good. And just the emotional support for the people in your life is, and aid yourself, like really focus on taking care of your own emotional well-being, Um, do some self-care, just just be really nice to yourself and take care of yourself and go easy on yourself. I went out to, my husband and I went out to the pharmacy to pick up some things. And of course it was bedlam and there was no hand sanitizer, uh-huh. no toilet uh-huh. paper. And I came to the checkout ca- counter with a bottle of nail polish. <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to, you know what? Right. And I, it's, it's, it's called here to stay. Exactly. Because I've been trying to take better care of my hands. I bit my nails for many years, and I've coming up on a month of not biting them anymore. So I've just been trying to be really grateful to all the things that my hands do for myself yeah. and do for other people. So I bought myself a tube of nail polish in, you know, the Apocalypto store. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, and silly buying it, but you know what? I enjoyed painting them. And That's- you have to... Laughing is not banned. You can no, laugh, smile, enjoy the day. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, and we never do. Hey, and you know what? If it, I keep saying, like, even if it's not coronavirus, tomorrow is not guaranteed to any of us. You Correct. get hit by a bus tomorrow. I don't want you to, but it no. could happen. So we None should know. Right. We should always be, you know, living in a way that suggests that we could be gone tomorrow. Yep. Be kind. Smile more. Yeah, figure out what's worth it and what's not. Yep. You know? That's well said. Um, be excellent to yourself and each other. Excellent. We think you're brilliant. Thank you for sticking us through, sticking with us through our, our technical difficulties. difficulties. <laughs> oh, we recorded that freaking podcast twice. We record, yeah, we recorded my two episodes two two different times. And we were having, if those, those of you who are familiar with Audacity, we were having some dropouts that I'm pretty sure I, we figured out we haven't had any in this recording so far. Knock on wood. Yeah, so thanks for sticking with us as we try to figure those things out. And thanks to anyone who's offered to help us out. Yes. But I'm pretty sure we're back on track. And I'm planning on releasing maybe at least one of those episodes as like a bonus. Yeah. Because I think that would be fun. I just, to be honest with you, I got really sick of talking about that. <laughs> and it, it wasn't as fun because I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I know, know what you're yeah. going to say. Yep. <laughs> So I'm going to be talking to someone who hasn't heard them yet. Yes. Um, but that, you know, 
So be <laughs> smart, be safe, wash your hands, keeping be excellent. We love you. You're beautiful. You. Goodbye. <laughs>